All right, here we go. Is it episode number eight already, Matt? Yes. Episode eight of Hometown Threads on 14 WILI and 95.3 FM. And on Willimantic Today Facebook, hello to RJ and the crew, and thanks to all uh, who watch us on, on Facebook as well. And a uh, big thanks to Jay, Matt, Rupa behind the board. Hometown Threads uh, comes your way every Tuesday from 5.05 to 5.30 on 14 WILI, 95.3 FM. And then Wednesdays and uh, Wednesdays and beyond on Willimantic Today Facebook. And uh, basically, Hometown Threads started in mid-November. And obviously, our this is Steve Smith from Fenton River Grill. He's our eighth guest. And we, we, we get to know people in the community, uh, business owners, or could be just a well-known person in the community, like a Steve Smith, for example, who was also a business owner. We get to know them, little background about them, how they got started, how their business got started, and that's how Hometown Threads basically got started. So here we go. It's a pleasure to welcome in Steve Smith from Fenton River Grill. We know the place, and Dog Lane in stores, Dog Lane Cafe as well. Can't forget Dog Lane. Uh, Steve Smith, uh, welcome to Hometown Threads here on WILI and Willimantic Today Facebook. Thank you, Keith. Pleasure to be here. Now, uh, get up right. Come on, you're a former right. radio guy. Get up on the mic. <laughs> we get to know Steve Smith here, and uh, by the way, Fenton River Grill, one of the finest places to dine in the area you know well used to be of course back in the day we we're just talking about it angelinos and steve gets that pretty much every day like well this used to be the old angelinos right That's right yesterday it happened <laughs> somebody comes in and says what was this before wasn't it angelinos it sure was so now yesterday was martin luther king day being monday and you guys were cranking on a holiday huh? busy busy we we're on a wait for lunch it's a, it's a great great day so. yeah because the students are back now yeah yukon moved back in i think eastern moves in later in the week but um yukon moved in yesterday and it was busy very busy That's great always so. uh, always helpful having the students even when the students yep. aren't around that place is cranking fenton river grill and i want i do have some questions about dog lane as well i got to get up there eventually you see marianne my wife and i at fenton pretty frequently actually yep. we're there back on friday night you have a designated table we have a designated <laughs> table now i feel like it's vip treatment to be honest it is um but where do we start? Let's start with the fact that Steve, um, before he got into the restaurant industry, uh, he, we love talking about this. In fact, before the show started, uh, I'm getting to know more of his radio background. Steve Smith actually has a little radio background. Do tell. All right. So I went to Eastern to um, for communications. It was a communications major to be on the radio, to be you, basically. And um, I had a radio show there from two. First, I had to do the jazz show to like pay my dues from 11 to one or 11 to two and then you got the two to five slot which was the the desired slot for everybody Wait, so two I, to five a.m two, two to five p.m okay. afternoon drive <laughs> so we had a like a little variety show we just we did we played like radio commercials from the 70s we played uh theme songs for tv shows we played music we did comedy a little bit of everything um and all seven listeners loved it all seven this is the best show on the radio <laughs> And this is WECS, Yeah, right? WECS. 90.1, up the street. Good friends. John Zatowski up there. Yep, Jay-Z is still there. Murph. Murph, yeah. John, John Murphy. John Murphy, who has a show yep. here on Wednesdys on WILI. Yeah, so that was fun. Um, and then I dropped out of college. But was it was it because of radio? No, no. It just I was working in restaurants the whole time, and you were so you were working working in restaurants while in college and doing the college radio thing. Yes. So I was working in restaurants, and I was getting paid more and more, and I was loving it. And I thought, it just dawned on me that this is what I want to do. I want to work in restaurants. And, you know, I started out when I was 16 as a dishwasher. So, you know, I worked my way up cooking, um, worked as a, a chef, a kitchen manager. I've done everything in a restaurant, bartending, waiting tables. Um, but mostly it was kitchen. So, But I found that that's where I 
felt like that was my home. This is where I want to be. And I got started working in restaurants because my friends worked in restaurants, and I just wanted to hang out with them. Really? Yeah, they owned the Chestnut Lodge in Colchester. I don't know if you ever remember that one. Huh. So it was a big banquet hall, and I would work there just so we could hang out. And then if I worked with them, it would go faster, and they could get done faster, and we could play basketball <laughs> or whatever. That's what it's. That's how it all really? started. And then also they fed me, which I thought was the greatest oh, thing in the world. See, here we go, free food. Yeah. <laughs> And so as a dishwasher, they would always take care of you, and the owner would tell me that I was the most important person in the restaurant. And I never forgot that, that the dishwashers really kind of, you know, you think about it, they're the most important people. So, so. this is kind of like the mailroom in a company, right? Yeah. Like you start at the bottom. So yep. if somebody wants to be Steve Smith someday, you got to start doing the dishwashing. You start really uh, learn everything. You have to learn every aspect about the restaurant, right? That's right. And, you know, I think you, you get an appreciation as a dishwasher, but once you've done it, you'll never forget it. And even, you know, now I'm st I still do dishes, by the way. Um, but I, I always feel like I have a lot of respect for that position and those people. Um, but, you know. You still do the dishes at Fenton River? Girl? Yeah, every now, every, every now and again, if there's a need, I'll jump in, scrub pots and pans, Steve, do dishes. Steve, we need you in the back <laughs> and you start the dishwasher. It's, it happens. So <laughs> Is that where the applause happens in the back yeah. sometimes? Steve running the dishes. <laughs> the boss is in the back doing the dishes. <laughs> they, I, for, you know, Fed River Grill, as, as well as my wife and I know that place, because as we're just telling Steve, uh, we're, we're there all the time. We've got the staff is incredible. That's a credit to you because now that and you're you're well, you're the owner, right? The owner, yep. You're the yep. owner of both places, Dog Lane Cafe as well. So you, it's your job to um, you know, well, obviously you're part of the interview process because every I don't think we've I mean, customer service is so huge no matter where you're no matter where you're at. And that's just a credit to you. You've, uh, every person on your staff. Uh, well, it seems like I feel like they know us by by. Yep. You know, by our first name, and because we, you know, we go there frequently, but you get to know your staff members pretty well. It's like the waitresses and the waiters, and they, you feel like they're almost like family. You know? They last a while too. They like working there. Um, we take care of them. I don't know if you, you know, Richard Branson, Virgin Records, and Virgin Atlantic. His line is, um, "You take care of your staff. Your staff takes care of your customers." And we have great staff at both restaurants. And, you know. I like to take credit for it, but really what I do is hire one or two really good people and let them bring in their friends. And they're never going to recommend a friend who isn't going to be good or is going to make them work harder because that's kind of what it comes down to. You want to, I always tell everybody, you want to be somebody that everybody else wants to work with. And if you're not, they'll let us know quickly. They don't want to work harder because their friends aren't picking up the slack or whatever. So we bring in a few great people and then let them recruit. And it's worked out great for us. And that doesn't mean we haven't made mistakes. And uh, in the beginning, you always have to filter through a few of them. But um, right now, I think at both restaurants, just have a lot of great staff. We're talking with Steve Smith here on Hometown Threads, uh, owner of Fenton River Grill and Dog Lane Cafe. It's Dog Lane Cafe, right? Yep. Dog Lane Cafe and Stores. Um, I, I still want to go back to, to the – was there – how long – I just want to go back to radio for a quick second because I have tons of stuff to ask you about the restaurants. But was there – did you know that um, when you were in college – first of all, you didn't – you almost didn't make it through college, right? You, you dropped out at one yeah, point. No, I did drop out. I was in, I have 90 credits, and I, I left on the dean's list. He, Straight A's, and dropped out. But my first go-around with college was not a great one. That's where they put me on academic probation and w almost didn't let me back in. So how many credits, roughly, right now? You're, you're, you're this close to, gra no, to graduate. 90 credits. So I just missed my senior year. Unbelievable. But I, was, I, I realized as soon as I did it, it was the right thing to do. Haven't regretted it. Love it. You and I are kind of in the same boat because 
as, as I don't know how uh, it seems like your parents kind of had the same vibe my parents did because I'll never forget that conversation I had with my parents when I went like I you went further than me but and I was going to Northeastern in Boston and I took some classes at Eastern but I grew up doing radio real young and I remember that night in the kitchen in the early 90s like 1992 I looked my mom and dad in the eye and said uh, I, I wanted your radio I, I I'm not feeling college and they, they were upset with me but you know I made it work I worked hard for myself so I, I kind of see your passion was the restaurant industry, yeah. and um, and so that that's what led to you leaving college. And just uh, what when you left college, you went. Uh, wh- where was your first gig, actually? Um, all right. So I worked at Steak Loft in Mystic. Actually, I worked at a little restaurant in Franklin called Dave and Eddie's. I don't know if you remember that. It was up on the hill. Hmm. It used to be the Kingsbury House, and then it was Dave and Eddie's. And John Kadama ran the restaurant, and I worked for him. He owns the Steak Loft. He owns Go Fish, Dock and Dine, and Old Saybrook. I worked on Block Island. Block Island. Dead Eye Dicks for oh, five summers. Love that place. Yeah. yeah. That was um that was nine in the morning to midnight, six days a week. And I would sweat through my clothes and, and that kitchen was 120 degrees and it was it was a lot of work. But the first summer I worked out there, I said, I'm never doing this again. And then How many it was summers did you have work out? Five. Five years. Five, five summers. Five summers. Wow. But after a while, you know, you get a little you get amnesia, you're like, it wasn't that bad. Let's do it again. And then my my wife and, and, and I went worked out there with the kids, and the kids lived behind the restaurant in this cottage. So, uh, But when my son said to me, Dad, how come we never see you? And I said, I see you every day. And then he goes, yeah, but you don't play with us. And I was like, that's it. We're done. Wow. So I just needed some more stability. And like sometimes people say restaurant lives aren't like uh, great for raising a family, but you have to have balance. And out there, there was no balance. But it was a great gig, and I loved it. And my son now works out there in the summer, so... So that's uh, you paying your dues. So that was was basically uh, after Block Island. Where where so was after Block Island, that? I went to Steakloft and Mystic and worked for John Kadam. I ended up working for him for eighteen years, wow. um, and I worked at pretty much all of his restaurants at different capacities. You know, general manager, head chef, um, kitchen manager. Um, a little bit of everything. Steve and I also, as I meant to bring this up, we actually went to the same high school, yep. St. Bernard. St. Bernard's. You are, I'm class of 90, you're 88. 88 so yep. we're uh, two years apart there. So you had some familiar, I think you say you live in the Norwich area, right? Yeah, I live in Norwich. You live in Norwich, so you're familiar with southeastern Connecticut and, you know, and of course uh, we mentioned Block Island. So what brought you up to this area, Willimantic, and uh, Fenton River Grill and eventually Dogland Stores? So I have a mutual friend who um, owned a restaurant, and he's older, and he said to me one day, I, I had told him I was looking to you know, own a restaurant at some point, at some capacity, part owner or whatever, and he, he calls me out of the blue, and he says, are you alone? I said, no, and he hangs, he goes, call me when you are, and he hangs up. I thought, that's kind of weird, so um, I couldn't wait to call and find out what he had, and he told me about Barry and Brian Jezerin, uh, that they were looking for somebody like me, and he said, you're perfect for them, that just go, you want to go up and meet him at the Vanilla Bean. I had never been to the Vanilla Bean but naturally, I show up with a suit, resume. I'm ready to interview and talk to these guys about being their partner. They're wearing jeans and a T-shirt. I'm like, <laughs> I go, I guess I overdress. And they go, no, it's fine. I said, I brought my resume. And they said, we don't need it. They said, we did our homework. You're our guy. I was like, really? We don't even know each other. But we got to know each other. We had several meetings. Um, I was going to tell them no about Dog Lane because that's what we were talking about. I was going to be a partner with them there. And I drove up there, and I don't know if you drive up to Store Center, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Right? But I was going to say no before seeing it. As soon as I saw it, I said, yeah, this will work. And so Barry had done a lot of groundwork prior to Store Center even opening. He was on the uh, downtown partnership. uh, And, you know, he got the best location in downtown stores. 
it wasn't luck. He was there in the beginning. So um, because of that effort, we we have a great location on the corner of Dog Lane um, and 195. So Dog Lane happened first. Right? Yep. And so then, Dog Lane was first. So what year was Dog Lane? Dog Lane was 2012. We opened in December of 2012, so we just celebrated 10 years up there. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, and Fenton came along. The idea of Fenton came along in 2017. Um, Take with, us through that. So that all happened. Uh, Matt. Uh, what's his last? Matt Hart, who okay. was the town manager in Mansfield, he approached us about taking over the vacant space, which was Angelino's. So um, I don't know if we were flattered or if we were ready, but we looked at the space and we thought it might be a good idea to put a restaurant there, a full-service restaurant. So Dog Lane Cafe is counter service, and then uh, Fenton is full service. So we came up with this concept, um, and we built it out, spent way too much money building it out, but now it's Fenton River Grill. We, we went in there, we uh, basically gutted the whole place. We saved every, the only thing we saved was the windows. Everything else was replaced. So all new electrical, all new plumbing, everything was brand new. Walls, heating, cooling, everything. So uh, I think we were mentioning this before. And by the way, this is Hometown Threads. Big thanks to our new sponsor, Liberty Bank. Pop this right up here. Hometown Threads on WILI and 95.3 FM. Um, and Willimantic Today, Facebook. So... Fenton River Grill uh, was was it was it was it was Angelino's and then it was quiet for a couple of years. Yeah, right? probably had two or three years off. There was nothing in there. Nothing. Okay, and then so from like twenty, so you said you opened Fenton in twenty seventeen. Twenty eighteen. Right? Yeah, twenty eighteen. We, we took over the lease, I think, in twenty seventeen. So you go in there and uh, and you you said you gutted everything pretty yeah. much and. Um, yep, my myself, my son, and his friends helped us like take wheelbarrows full of stuff out to dumpsters and you know, scrape walls and floors and do all the dirty work. And, um, you know, then, you know, and I still had to be responsible for dog lane at the same time as trying to build Fenton. So that was a little bit of a challenge. But, um, yes, we opened April 3rd of 2018. And, you know, like every restaurant struggle for, you know, they say at least a year. It was for us, it was 18 months of struggle. Really? Yeah. Tell us about the struggles a little. I mean, well, so like every night it would be something different. And, you know, whether it's an overcooked uh, burger or a steak or, you know, this was wrong or that was wrong. And, and, you know, half the time I'd go to the table, people would say how great everything was. And the other half, they would say how terrible it was. And, I, you know, you, it's like getting beat up and then getting up off the mat and getting beat up again and just doing it over and over. And then finally, in, in 2019, um, about a year after we opened, it started to get a little bit better. The summer was good. The fall was just, like, great. Our numbers were doing great. And in the morning, I would check the discounts to see how many things we had to buy for customers if we screwed up food or whatever. And there's nothing. Day after day, there's nothing. I'm like, oh, it's starting to happen. We're getting good. And then obviously, you know what happened next. In Ugh, 2020, COVID. we got the pandemic. We survived that somehow. Yeah. And, you know, I look back on that, and it's just like, yeah, I don't want to think about it. Well, it I hate to rough. bring it up, but that must have scared you as a restaurant owner because oh, yeah. we, we visited you quite frequently during COVID, you know, yes. obviously being safe, but yet you guys actually did a really good job. Well, that's what people told us. They said, you did a great job on takeout. I, I thought I thought we did terrible. So, And it's not how you want your food to be represented. You don't want to be putting things to go. Like, this is how, this is our plate of salmon dish. This is how it's supposed to look. And when it looks like a to-go container, you're like, yeah, okay. Right. And people would come back and tell us we did great. And I, I didn't feel like that's how I wanted our food to be represented, but... Considering the alternative was being closed, that we took it. You know, there's one great thing about Fenton. Among many great things, is your food presentation is just is, is unbelievable. Thank it's you. Great, and you guys, you could see you take pride in that. Um, so yeah, it's right. You had to ride through the pandemic, yep. and then uh, you guys, I, I would assume. I mean, 
got to be riding high since then, right? I mean, yeah, like 2021 was when we knew we were going to be okay. Um, 2020 was uh, 2022 rather. Uh, last year was a record year. Our sales were up um, like 20 percent. So. It was great. Must have been the Buckeshaw commercial on WILI. Yeah, the Buckeshaw commercial on WILI. <laughs> it's uh, if you haven't heard it, it's Go it's uh, every Thursday. I'm not going to talk. I can't. I don't think I can. It's well, we'll do Buckeshaw oysters and WILI promotes it in a rather interesting way that I think is a little risky but funny because it is. It gets people's attention. That's it what definitely a commercial, does. That's what a commercial is supposed to do. And I know, I know where you're, you're where you're going. But uh, go ahead, go continue what what it represents. What, the commercial? the commercial? Oh, yeah, so it's like I shucking love oysters. Are you shucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know who the voice is. And I, I, it sounds so familiar. Do you know? I it's, meant to ask you that. It's not you? It's not me. I mean, I'd be honored. Yeah. But um, I, I, every time I hear the commercial, Matt, you don't know, right? No. I hear, I'm like, I know this guy's voice. Uh, I'm sure my father knows. I'll have to ask him. But anyway, brilliant commercial. I agree. Steve did a great job of that. I'm going to give Steve all that. <laughs> I don't no... know if it's Art or Steve, but We're anyway. I'm going to give Art the credit. <laughs> every time I hear from him in the car, I'm like, oh, my God, I have to turn it up. It's a great commercial. So the Buckashuck thing, which you do every Thursday. So right? every Thursday, we do a dollar oysters from 4 o'clock to close and... Uh, you know, some when we first started doing it, we'd sell 50 to 100 oysters, and they're a dollar each. And I had one guy call me, and he said, uh, these dollar oysters, um, do you have to shuck them yourself? And I was like, well, that's a great idea, but what no. Sh- what kind of shucking questions is <laughs> that? <laughs> hey, you're shucking kidding me. You're shucking kidding So, you know, now we're doing anywhere from 350 to 550 oysters on a Thursday in five hours. And my wife and I love the oysters there. We've had them. Uh, another popular thing we used to get, uh, I say used to because we kind of ch- – Marianne actually uh, – uh, jumps around the menu more than I do. Uh, I'm more of the uh, roasted beet salad kind of guy. I've been getting that lately. The Moroccan chicken. I love the Moroccan Fantastic. chicken. Fantastic. What's the most popular dish right now Right now on the menu? I guess it changes. Tuscan well. chicken. So it's pesto, okay. tomatoes, olives, uh, spinach, angel hair pasta, and grilled chicken. But the Moroccan chicken is a pretty interesting dish. Uh, the chef, prior to the one we have now, he came up with it. And, you know, it's got olives and apricots oh. and raisins and lemon and cilantro. And I'm thinking... I don't know if I want that. And then he nailed it. And then one day we were doing takeout, and this guy pulls up, and he ordered the Moroccan chicken. I was all excited. I bring him the bag to the car like like we used to do, and I said, hey, have you ever had the Moroccan chicken? He said, I had it yesterday. I go, you're getting it again today? He goes, I I don't know how you figured it out, but I'm from Morocco, and this is how we make it there. Wow. And then he brought his father back in, and he ordered it again, and his father was asking me what seasonings we used, and I told him, and he's like, yeah, the Ras Al Hanout, that's the seasoning you're supposed to use. And I'm like, well... We did it, so we impressed the Moroccan guy with the Moroccan chicken. Now that's a story. Yeah, I my love the Moroccan chicken. It's my favorite thing on the menu. Oh, look at that. The Moroccan chicken. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Steve Smith from Fen River Grill is with us here on Hometown Threads, brought to you by Liberty Bank, 14 WILI, 95.3 FM, Willimantic Today, Facebook. A uh, couple questions as far as you and, and owning the restaurant. Go back to when you were uh, uh, gutting it out and, and making it Fenton River Grill. I want to know: Were you behind the scenes, rolling up the sleeves and helping, or just leave it up to leave it to other people? No, I was definitely there. We had a, an electrician who would ask me to chooch wire for him, is what he called it. He would say, "Steve, I need you to come chooch some wire." So I would actually have to go and you know drag wire around for him, run the wire for him. Um, the beams in the bar, I sanded and painted or wow. stained. Um, yeah, we did a lot of it, but it's not my first time. I worked at the Dock and Dine in Old Saybrook, and when that got hit by a hurricane. I was the de facto general contractor for that job, which I knew nothing about general contracting, but I learned a lot in the process. So it helped me with Dog Lane and with Fenton River Grill. So, and go back and now uh, 
cooking uh, five minutes ago. Thank you, Matt. Um, you, you're just talking about the Moroccan chicken. Um, you owning a restaurant, I'm sure you know how to cook, too. So if you ever had to get back in there, if you oh, ever yeah. help in the kitchen. Well, during the pandemic, we had to lay everybody off. Oh, yeah. Oh. So I cooked all the time. But I was my background is cooking until I was about 40 years old. Um, then I got, came out of the back, back of the house and into the uh, front of the house. But, yeah, so I definitely know what I'm doing. I always tell the kids I'm better than all of them, but, but only for a short time. So when you laid everyone off, it was just you basically running around doing Me, my daughter worked the door. And I had three other people in the kitchen, and that was it. And then, you know, that was back when they were giving everybody an extra $600 bonus to stay unemployed. because And so basically I had to convince people who wanted to not be bored and just come into work that might have been able to make more money sitting home. Right. Um, so and luckily for us, we were we have great staff who couldn't wait to get back to work. That's important. Um, and that was a big part of it. You know, like it, it all comes down to the staff, right? I, I'm just the guy who opens the door, holds the keys, and kind of directs the thing. But you just it's like you're just steering a ship, but they all know what they're doing. They do an awesome job. Um, I can't say enough about them. We have some amazing people. Shout out to Jen, the bartender. Absolutely. She's, uh, she just came back from Germany. Yes, yes. So she is, one of she is one of the most amazing people, and she is the funniest person I've ever worked with. Now you got your customer service on your staff. It's I, I can't say it enough. It's just uh, it, it makes you not only is the food tremendous, but it's the staff that just makes you want to come back because it feels like home. They feel like family. So uh, we're getting ready to wrap things up with Steve Smith from Fen River Grill and Dog Lane Cafe and Stores. Influential people at the top of your head throughout this journey of yours, Steve. Anyone you want to mention? Anyone has really played a part in you becoming who you are? So. Uh, the Tartsinas family, who owned the Chestnut Lodge, basically gave me my start in this business. And um, I believe I was fired from there five times for doing, like, stupid stuff in the kitchen or whatever. And they kept on rehiring me because I was the only one dumb enough to wash dishes again and again. But they're my lifelong friends, and uh, they're, uh, some of the children have worked for us at the restaurants, or one of them still does. So. Steve, who was, I believe yep. I graduated Steve, class of 90, same Yeah, birth. so his children work for me Okay. Yep. at the restaurant. Um John Kadama, who was owned the steak loft and basically um, was like the father figure you didn't want to disappoint. Uh, an amazing man, someone who I still look up to and um, just a real pleasure to work for. And I learned a ton. So, But most important person in my restaurant life is my wife, because without her, we have four children and she's at home a lot with the kids. But she also works at Dog Lane Cafe and Fenton. Um, but she basically worked. We met in a restaurant in Florida. We both moved back here where we were from. And um, she's the reason that I'm able to be there, sometimes late. Um, and she puts up with all that. So I think she is the, the glue behind the whole thing. And how have we not met the wife? All the times that we have. She was there this her? morning doing inventory. Oh, she does yeah. payroll and inventory on Monday, two jobs I hate doing. So she said, how can I help? And I said, <laughs> how about if you do payroll and inventory? She's like, oh, yeah. Sure. Do I have to well, talk to great. anybody? I said, no. <laughs> yeah, so she doesn't work at night. That's probably why you don't see her. Well, I know what you mean when you say the wife is the glue. Liberty Bank, who's yep. our sponsor. So, uh, you know, my wife works at Liberty Bank as well. But also, uh, you know, I, I definitely know what you mean. And, Steve, it's been great. I've been, I couldn't wait to have you on. Um, one last quick final question here, because we don't want to lose you in this area. Please tell us you're happy and content and you don't have any plans of getting up and leaving. Anyways. No. No, I, we're not doing another restaurant, first of all. People ask me that. You should put one of these in our town. I'm like, you should open up your own restaurant in your town. I'm tired. It's like, it's a lot of work. But I tell you, the, and part of the reason I left college is um, I wake up in the morning and I never go, oh, i got to go to work. I can't wait to get there. Every day. And I, sometimes when I'm talking to college-age kids, I'm like, 
do, what do you want to do for your life? What's, what do you want to be when you grow up, I say. And they say, well, I don't know. And, but then I say, wake up. It's, it's cliche. Do what you love. You never work. I never feel like I'm going into work. Sometimes the days are long, actually all the time. But it's never, it's never feels like I'm working. It always feels like I'm just hanging out with people I enjoy. And that's exactly what you see when you walk in there. You enjoy a great meal at Fenton River Grill. You, you say hi to Steve, and he's always uh, talking to all his customers, seeing yep. you, chatting it up at the bar. So, uh, usually, <clears throat> excuse me, usually our nights Friday night, but we do. Uh, we, we've we've mixed it up a little, but we just love going to Fenton River Grill. And don't forget Dog, Dog Lane Cafe and Stores. Steve Smith, the owner of both places, uh, owner of both places. Pleasure to have him on Hometown Threads, Episode Eight. Uh, here at 14 WILI 95.3 FM, Willimantic Today Facebook. Don't forget the WILI Radio YouTube page. Uh, thank you so much, Steve. Thank you, Keith. It was a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. And a big thanks to our sponsor, Liberty Bank. Thank you for listening and thank you for watching. We'll see you next week.